Hello and welcome to another video game to the max. This is uh, episode 127. If you count all the versions of this podcast, and we are the official Forum Game Zone podcast as well. I'm your host Sean Garmer, and with me today, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. So it's been a little bit. I think closer to like a week and a half. Yeah. Uh. How things uh, been? How's how's the tooth feeling better? Yeah, almost all the sutures are out, so that's good, and I can talk normally again. Yeah, you sound uh, much more comfortable uh, this week than the last one. Yeah. Uh, any anything else uh, going on or? Nope, just playing games like normal. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I mean. Basically, I will admit that this podcast got delayed by the bomb that WWE decided to drop on Wednesday morning, and then they wanted me to start writing stuff about it, not for one, the other website that I write for, and then the editor decides to write what I was supposed to write himself, so he basically has me waste my time uh, writing half the thing, so I was like, well, screw that, I'm not even... You have now got me in the mood where I do not even want to write anything else about it. So how how hard is it to write? They're gonna screw it up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not that hard to write that. But I mean, as somebody that doesn't want to be upset about you know watching a show and it not being good some more, you hope for the the better. Um, See, the only way this is going to work is traditionally, I think it's, Raw has always been like the red color and, and SmackDown's always been blue. Yeah. The only way it's going to work is on the day of the brand extension, if Roman Reigns gets inside of a weird looking machine, some pyro goes off, and the machine somehow splits him into two different Romans, just like <laughs> Superman, the red version and the blue version. <laughs> So then there can be twice the Romans on each show, and that will that will get over double. <laughs> also, he has to be color. He has to be body painted for each for every time he's on there. God, I can only imagine the people just being so mad about that like, happening. But he's the biggest superstar they have right now. Yeah, even bigger than John Cena, you know. But, uh, anyway, going into uh, video game talk, you did get to start playing. Uh, technically, you're embargoed for a few more days, but uh, the Odin Sphere, Luf, something? Don't, don't even try. <laughs> I'm calling. I- <laughs> I'm calling it Odin Sphere HD, honestly. That's what I would call it, too. Much easier I, to write that out than say it. I guess it'd be like uh, Life, Life Browser. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I can't review it, but I guess my impressions are that it's a good game. Uh, it's I haven't played that much of the original Odin Sphere. They take some slight liberties, like the map is fixed. Combat is obviously better because it's not uh, slowed down at all. 
except for in like very few spots that I, you know, I won't hold it against it too much. And yeah, if you like the Odin Sphere, it's more of that, or it's on that on like a modern modern console. Yeah, I mean, I have the original, or I had the original PlayStation Two. I have it on my PS3 through the PSN. Um, it's a very, if you never played, it's a very pretty game. Uh, especially the PS2, it was one of those like the first time that they really had one of those very well drawn uh, animated games. And yeah. at, on the PS2, it it would make the PS2 chug. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a PS2 version, so I feel like you load that up sometime just to kind of compare and contrast for like an hour, you know. Like I, I remember, with a, if you would get a lot of characters on screen. Uh, it would start, uh, the frame rate would start messing up and whatever, but, um, you know, I, I know you can't talk about, a, a lot about it, I, did they add anything? Uh, I honestly have no clue, they, they say that, well, I think they added some stuff in combat, um, like, just, I don't know if there's a whole skill tree before or not, there might have been, I'm not quite sure. Uh, the combat feels a lot more fluid in this game than, like, in the last one. Right. Um, yeah. I think they may have added, like, one extra character in the... Uh, does it... Because the Odin Sphere had five characters to play as. Right. And, like, sequentially. And then two extra, like, epilogue chapters or, like, missions to play, and... I think they added added like one more of those. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I can tell you right now, I'm probably not going to beat this game to, before I review it, because that's going to require at least 35 to 40 hours, and that. Oh, not... so it doesn't. Uh, I've never actually gotten to finish. So it doesn't. It's a continuous story with all the characters. It doesn't have like each character ends their story. No, it it does, but then a new story opens up. So, ah, uh. you want to you'll want to see what goes on in that, and I can, you know, if you like the gameplay and stuff, I can respect it. But no, <laughs> I, I already beat one story, and that's fine. Like I could review the game pretty much based on that if I really wanted to, but I at least want to open up like one or two other characters to see like how the gameplay changes because. Everyone has different weapons, so that can actually matter in this game. Uh, but if not, I can always look at game facts for the old version and see. Right, yeah, exactly. That is the thing that helps when um, uh, you have a game that has a previous version. You can go back and look at through that. But, uh, yeah, so any anything else besides... Uh, uh, I bought Journey in a very stupid way um, over like the last weekend, which infuriated me. Uh, and I beat Uncharted Four, and I've been breaking that ever since. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Ask me about either one, and I will tell you a story. <laughs> well, go ahead. What is your your story? Uh, Journey was on sale last week on the PS3, not on the PS4. So on the PS4 it was still fifteen bucks, but on the PS3 it was like six or seven, maybe eight. Uh, 
but the game is cross buy and cross play. So I had to buy it on the PS3 to get the sale price, and then I downloaded it on the PS4, which is a wow. really dumb thing. Convoluted. To yes. Uh, I haven't beat it, but I've enjoyed it so far. It's a very pretty game. Uh, even like just slightly upres from like the PS3, but it looks like phenomenal. I was ironically playing that I was watch- as I was watching that preacher pilot episode, so. Those two things worked out well. Uh, Gary was telling me about how he really enjoyed that uh, preacher yeah. pilot. I watched it again just an hour, like a few hours ago with my neighbor, and he liked it a lot. So it's good. So people who don't understand what preacher is, but they're seeing that on AMC, maybe they watch AMC for something else. What is uh, what is preacher about? Uh, a southern preacher uh, who's I guess has kind of violent impulses, but he manages to control them. Uh, he's hooked up with his ex-girlfriend and an Irish vampire. Uh, and they haven't named it yet, but a, uh, cosmic force called Genesis, uh, is inside of him or it gets inside of him. And with it, he can control people by speaking. Oh, wow. That's pretty, uh... uh... So, like, the first episode... Uh, it's a bit of a spoiler, but in the first episode... He tells someone to open his heart, and the guy literally cuts his heart out. Ooh, wow. Yeah, so it's a family-friendly show. So, would you say it did the, the first episode does it justice for now? Oh, yeah. It's gonna divulge greatly from the comic, uh... As it is, I mean, because the comic is much more of like a road, uh, road movie type of comic. Like they're on the road constantly, and this one seems like it's going to be a lot more focused in the town. And some characters are already different. Like the sheriff isn't much as much of an asshole as he is in the comic than than in the show. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh... It's much better than The Walking Dead, though. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. You heard it first here, Marks. It's better than The Walking Dead. Uh, I do you? Uh, I've heard that you know it's what they do in the comics cannot even be done on TV. Well, that's so, where they're divulging, but yeah. I mean, they can get around. Like they can. It's still a, a very violent TV show. Uh, there's not much, there's like one, like, quasi-nudity shot, but not really. Um, I mean, they can always get around it if they just try hard enough, or they just come up with something new. Like, it doesn't need to follow the exact scripture, pun intended, of the comic. It's just, you know, it takes this basic framework, and they can make something new and possibly better. Yeah, I mean, that's what they were walking dead. Not everything, the comic is a base, but it doesn't mean that they can't. Uh, divulge from it if they want to. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Uh, and the way I've been breaking Uncharted 4 is there's ways to glitch out the trophy system that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> and they're not trying to fix that at all? Uh, they've been trying, but you can always downgrade that, that, uh, the, the game files, so. Ah. Uh, 
well, I, I got I got most of them. Like I got the completed the game without in under six hours, completed on the hardest difficulty, stuff like that. <laughs> Makes a ton of sense. All right, so we definitely at at the first day we were gonna try to do the podcast, which was Wednesday. I would explain why uh, we didn't. Um, that's when the news came out about uh, the Xbox Slim being made for this year, or Xbox One Slim. Should note that, and that it's gonna be forty percent uh, smaller. And it'll have 4K support, which is something that now now Sony has talked about it, but they've never actually said that it's being made. I mean, they do have a different. Uh, they were planning at one point to have a different SKU with the one terabyte. Uh, I don't think that ever came out, did it? Or did it come out? The PS4 with the one terabyte in it. Uh, it is out. They they are, there are additions out there. Yeah, so they do have that, but they are not doing. They have not announced anything. Again, this is something that like you know Sony's also sort of said that they were looking at this, but there's been nothing concrete about the fact ever since they've had the PS4 Neo that there was anything else coming out as far as what would be compatible with this PS4. Now, Microsoft obviously has reasons why they would want to add in a little bit of something extra into the slim version because it's not like you have the 40 million PS4s out there. You have about half of that with the Xbox One or a little bit under half of that, whatever, depending on, on what number they're at right now. Um, so, again, they're the ones with the incentive to add a 4K support to the slim version, add a 2 terabyte hard drive, which would mean you probably don't need another. That's, that's what I have in the Xbox One with the external so, you'd imagine that you don't need another hard drive, but... At least not for uh, a few years. Yeah, at least not, I mean, until they come out with these these new systems and, and whatever. But the, the more intriguing thing is uh, that Slim is supposed to come out at the end of this year. And then next year we would get a what is being codenamed Xbox Scorpio right now. Uh, which uh, you making the wonderful Simpsons reference? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Hank Scorpio uh, won you uh, four PC this week, but so th- this supposedly this Scorpio is supposed to be maybe four times more powerful than. I, the Xbox One, I guess that would mean it's two times more powerful than the current PS4, or possibly two times more powerful than um, the what could be the PS4 Neo or whatever. They're saying that it's supposed to be more powerful than the Neo even. Uh, and that reason is because there's even rumors going around that they could partner with Oculus for VR, that Microsoft's not going to have their own VR but they were partnered with Oculus for it because they already partnered with Oculus to give them an Xbox One controller as the main controller that you get uh, if you buy an Oculus. Um, and there's already people, uh, according to Ars Technica, that are saying that in, in getting ready for E3, there's already VR games being made. 
to run on this Scorpio. Uh, that's, I know that's a lot to take in if you're listening and you, for some reason, have not heard at all about this. But what do you think about all this stuff? I mean, will this really – I mean, it's the same thing as the PS4 Neo. You'd imagine it's not going to be this huge hit right out of the box, but what do you think about Microsoft's they were they're doing AR on their own accord, but they were partnering with VR, and they're bringing in two different versions and all this stuff. You think this is going to work for them? Uh, I think parts of it might, but I I, I think it's going to backfire for them if they don't do it like really right. And I just don't see them doing it, pulling it off correctly. Uh, you and I kind of argued earlier about the slim versus like the Scorpio thing. I don't see the Slim being, I guess, a worthwhile purchase for a lot of people. Uh, like, just personally. Like, it's a lo- it's going to be a smaller box, obviously. But I don't see, like, a kid going in, uh, you know, like a person going into a store and buying it knowing that the new version is going to be out next year. Like, the thing about the uh, PS4 right now is it's still kind of speculative. I mean... In September it'll be out, but if they come out with the with the slim, like that's going to be pretty much confirmation that the Scorpio is out next year, and that's going to tank their sales for that year. I think, like possibly more so than what they already are. I think they can curtail it a little bit if they have it come out. Let's say you have a big Black Friday deal for it and everything, and you're if it was like two. 200- if it was like two hundred dollars, I'd I'd get one probably, but I don't I don't think they can go lower than two fifty. I don't know what they can do. Too. Yeah, two fifty might be the lowest they could do. If it has a two, if it has a two terabyte, they're not doing two fifty. Yeah, I if the slim if like the Xbox One Slim had no HDMI in port and a external hard like a, a the same type of hard drive that the PS4 uses. That'd be fine, but I got a feeling Microsoft is going to stick to their proprietary guns. And you'd imagine they would take that away. Like, there's no reason to have the TV thing. That thing obviously failed. It's a yeah, waste. Yeah, but of a... look at what they did with Connect. Like, it failed already once, and they doubled down on it. They, they, I mean, they ran away from it a lot quicker. But it speaks volumes that, at the time, the company didn't know what they were doing. Right. Uh, fair. Different people in charge then than now, but no. I also don't. I could see them part partnering partnering with Oculus uh, to get like their VR system on it, but that runs into a few problems. The first is Oculus is not in a great place right now. Uh, Sales wise, they're doing great. The problem is they're not making units. They're not making units well enough. And the Vive is kind of killing them. <laughs> and, like, Oculus having to be in Best Buys, you know, a few of them, it's, that's not helping matters. Yeah, uh, and even GameStops. GameStop is supposed to be doing that demo thing, too. Yeah. Uh, like, in a, few, like, in a year, the Oculus might be better. But on a tech-by-tech basis, the Vive is, like, a better system overall. Um... I also like even if the Scorpio is more powerful, 
than the, like the PS4 and Neo, I just don't see Microsoft making up that much amount of ground this generation. Like, I think I got a feeling people are already kind of locked in. Like, unless unless it was like, here's forty new games on this Scorpio thing that you won't be able to play anywhere else, so they're all amazing. That's one thing, but a lot of Microsoft exclusive games this this cycle have not caught on that well. Agree. Like Halo Five did, obviously. I mean, it's Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain other games kind of did, like Sunset Overdrive. Uh, Dead Rising Three kind of haven't heard anything about. I've heard Quantum Break is great critically. I've not people just. I've not heard people just going, "Oh man, I'm playing the crap out of Quantum Break." You know. Yeah, that kind of. I mean, I I like Remedy a lot, but I got a feeling that game kind of fizzled, mm-hmm. and kind of some bad ways. Um. And their other first party stuff isn't. It's just too. Yeah, Tomb Raider did well. But, yeah, you know. but I don't. I, I, that's like I, that's coming to PS4 eventually. But right, yeah, next year, uh, or this year, whatever. It's just a weird like all like the 360 exclusives. Like the last generation, like did gangbusters, and this year they're not hitting quite as hard as all. And the funny thing is that Sony, like the PS4 has way less exclusives, but they seem to hit harder. Right. Like Bloodborne, Ratchet & Clank, Uncharted 4, I mean... Well, I mean, Ratchet & Clank, they were able to bring back an old classic and then make it great, so, you know. Time for Microsoft to bring back time. Uh, Blink's the time sweeper. Yeah. Either Either that or Conquer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, they they have only really, like, two big-time franchises. They already used up Halo. They're going to have Gears, what, this year? If they're lucky. Yeah, yeah they are. So, that's it. Like, other than that, I mean, a Forza, but, you know, that only really goes to a certain crowd. Yeah. And... Okay, well, they made Forza Horizon to kind of go to the other crowd, but I don't know that it really sells that well. Um, I mean, Microsoft yeah. does have some good exclusives, like Killer Instinct would be a great fighting game if I could play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certain other things, but they much more see, like, the Xbox One, like, when their merging of Windows 10 as a service and not as a, like, a console or whatever. And that's kind of what's killing them. <laughs> like, well, if, if Quantum Break was on Steam, I'd buy it. I know it wouldn't run on my computer until modders fixed it, but I would still try to buy it. Uh, and, like, the way they just... I think they just haven't come up with that many new ideas for this like new generation. I just think that, the, you know, that whole idea, like you said, is kind of... It, it's going to backfire on them because, again, the, that whole thing people were complaining about with this is what happens when you put your games on uh, PC as well as Xbox One. You no longer have a reason to go buy an Xbox One now. Yeah. If, if you're looking at Quantum Break... Well, you know. unless, and here's the kicker, unless the PC version of the game is crippled. 
like yeah. it was on break and Tomb Raider and will be with uh Halo like it their Halo 5 whatever dumb, yeah the Halo Forge thing whatever dumb, dumbass edition that's what I'm calling it uh granted like Forza 6 works apparently really well on PC but that's not a game that almost anyone's going to really play or care about and I can say that as a Forza fan, because for, like, that Forza 6 Apex thing is not the full game. It's like a glorified demo. Yeah. It's free to play. I mean, that, by definition, is like their whole, my whole argument of they see, the, they see this thing as a, like a service and not as a game console or a game making, game factory. I don't you know. I don't understand them. They under they know. They, I mean, look the. I mean, I guess the Sea of Thieves thing could do okay, and I don't know that Recore is going to be this huge game or whatever. But you know, their exclusives are not those things that. I mean, a lot of the big exclusive. You know, the uh, Scalebound got delayed. I mean, uh, the uh, Cuphead. Like that's yeah, Cuphead can. Perpetually delayed, it seems like. Like, they still don't have a release date for that thing. I thought it was, like, September or something now. I thought it got delayed, though, so... Again? Oh, jeez. You know how long people have been waiting for that game? That might be the one indie game that, like, everybody's just dying to play, and... Yeah, it says 2016. Uh, but... It says also PC and Xbox One, but if it's only Windows 10, no thank you. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, you know how that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Microsoft's kind of got themselves in this hole, and I don't have a problem with them going all out trying to fix it. I mean, they're trying to do what they can of, okay, let's take advantage of this year. You're right in that, yes, the reason people aren't buying that console is not because it's not 40% smaller. Yeah. But that big hard drive could entice some people. It's probably the same people that have the 4K TVs um, that really care about that. Like, I don't see the kids going, oh my god, I had two terabyte hard drive. Let me, I want to buy that. Like, that's not what they're buying it for, but... I don't know. I, if you have a PS4, you really don't have another reason right now to go buy an Xbox One. Yeah. And that, that's the big problem, is that at least... The thing that helped Sony in the in that latter half of the generation last last time, where they could actually catch up, and I think at one point they ended up surpassing the 360 by the time the new consoles were about to come out, was that they kept having all these exclusives come mm-hmm. out that everybody wanted to play. And right now, Xbox One doesn't have that. And then you're partitioning off your audience with the PC crowd and whatever, and not making them go buy an Xbox One or anything like that. So, yeah, it's just, and this is, this is really gonna, this is really gonna have to blow the doors off. Now, I think that where they can rule, you know, grab people is if this Oculus thing works and you go, hey, we've got the best VR thing out there with the biggest library. It's in, it's included in the box, and they sell it for whatever they're going to sell it for, which I don't know if you can do more than $500 or people are going to go, nope. 
And well, the, the rift is already six hundred. They're gonna have to take some kind of loss. I don't. They cannot sell that thing for a thousand dollars. People aren't buying that. Well, it'd be nine hundred because the rift would be six hundred, and the Xbox One Scorpio would be three hundred. I would think. I. I'd I imagine know. they would take a cut on the the Oculus. I'd imagine they'd be like eight hundred or something like that. Is what you would do. I just think you get into that nine hundred thousand dollar range, and it's. I mean, but also you're not being able to run that to its full potential because it's still not a PC. Yeah. So would they, because you're getting a lower quality Oculus, would you then not have to pay as much for it? Well, unless it was cross compatible. I mean, that's that's something they could do. Well, you know. Them and the PC is possible. Yeah, but it, I mean, Oculus is owned by Facebook, so that's another kind of how much do they want, kind of want to see control to Microsoft in that front? And I don't see them doing well, that. It, well, it's not going to be in the box. No, it's going to be a power cord or a yeah. power box that's going to you know power that thing. Like um, I actually see. I could envision like Sony actually putting the VR thing in the box. Well, that's what they're supposed to do with the uh, the Neo. Is it yeah. supposed to be in the box? Yeah. Or or at least the power supply. It's supposed to take it so you don't have to have that outside power supply. No, no. I mean like packing the Neo in a PS4 uh, box. Like so, it's a, like a huge box. Oh. Okay, so it'll be eight hundred dollars, but. If you don't already own a PS4. Oh, you here. mean like the okay, the VR with the like with the, the whole Neo thing. together? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see like Microsoft doing that at all. Oh, well, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, you have the I don't you have to make it some way so that it's very easy for the people to walk in and go, "Okay, here's the Xbox One and here's the Oculus thing." Like, if you have the Oculus on the other side of the store, you know, like, it's that's going to be really difficult for people to go, oh, here's that other thing that'll make it to where I can play VR with it. Like, They'll, they'll yeah. keep the Kinect uh, power uh, connector, and they'll just release like, a little adapter so you can plug in the Oculus into that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... What they're gonna do with that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's their only shot. Their their only shot is the Oculus thing takes off with it being on the Xbox One. Uh, it becomes the place for VR that has the best library, or whatever. Now, obviously, PSVR is not gonna be a slouch. Um, the thing is, what? PSVR is gonna be out for a year first. Yeah. So I also, you you also mentioned uh, Microsoft's AR thing, the Hololens. I don't think that I don't see that thing actually becoming a commercial pro, commercial product for at least five years. I think that's a business thing, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, if you could play Minecraft on it, that'd be cool. But that thing is probably if, if they try to release a commercial model for it, at least a grand. Right. Probably fifteen hundred if it was a wireless version, because there's a wired and wireless version out there. So. Right. If it was a wired version of Grand Wireless 1500, it's like, okay, that's double. That's that'd be triple the price of a PSVR, the Neo. 
what are people going to buy? <laughs> yeah, I don't. And then there's nothing really you can do with it unless you're going to develop your own stuff for it or you're going to use it for, you know, applications or whatever because there's really nothing on it. Are you going to play Conquer or something? I mean, like, there's nothing, nothing to do there. So I just... Uh, you know, we'll have to see at E3 what gets announced, what they tell everybody, and what the prices are for these things. We already know what the prices for the PSVR and everything, but does Microsoft make some kind of deal? Who knows? But, again, there's just that thing of you're going to make everybody wait an entire year to see if Microsoft can have VR with a console, and Sony's already going to show you how to do it. What, yours is just going to be more powerful? I don't know if that's going to draw this huge crowd. It it would be hysterical if Microsoft said, like, we're packing, you know, we're, the deal is going to be for this year for the Rift. Like, that would actually cause people to laugh in the, laugh in the uh, auditorium they had the conference in. Because you, <laughs> you already cannot find, a, like, an Oculus Rift to buy. So if they added that extra like constraint or that extra thing onto it, it'd be like way more impossible. It'd be like it'd be hysterical. You don't think they'll fix it by the holiday season to have these masks produced by then? Oh God, no! If anything, it's going to get worse. It'll get better for like till September, but then that, that's when everyone's going to start shopping for Christmas crap. So it's going to dry right back up. Right. Yeah, oh, this is... Microsoft will partner with Samsung to get the Gear VR out to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, exactly what they're going to be doing. Uh, they have revealed the Xbox uh, Gains for Gold for June, which is going up here in a few days. From June 1st to the 15th, Super Meat Boy on the 360. Not that that hasn't been... Uh, I know for sure that's been free on the PS3, if not the PS4 as well. Um, and Xbox, XCOM Enemy Unknown for the 360, that's already been free on other systems as well. Xbox One Goat Simulator, so if you ever wanted to play that, you can. Not, not really. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, this game, I might actually really want to play because it being free, much more interested in actually playing it than when I had to pay 60 bucks for it. Uh, the Crew, June 16th to July 15th. Perfect game for, okay, all your friends download this game for free, and now you guys can play. Um, I, li- I literally bought that game last weekend on the PC. Oh, sorry. No, no, I got a good deal on it. I got I bought it for 10 bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. And I bought the game and the season pass for 10 bucks. <laughs> wow. Uh, good job on that. Um, I, don't, I know I'll never play it, so. <laughs> I, I also bought Killzone cause on that, from that Journey sale also, and I'll never play that either. <laughs> oh, uh, Shadowfall? Yeah. I thought about it, but I've never played the other Killzone games. It never really was an interest thing for me, so. Hey. I, I play first-person shooters primarily for the story, and I know that Killzone has none, so. Great. Oh, that's always a great thing when you play it for something and then it's not there. Like like Battlefield. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll find out if Battlefield 1 will have that story that, you know, we're all waiting on. Uh, apparently, they had to sell it to themselves that Battlefield 1 could actually be fun. So, I wonder if that tells you something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, not waiting, or we'll be waiting a little bit longer, uh, No Man's Sky, been delayed again, I want to say, right? Only the fourth or fifth time. Yeah, this is only the fourth or fifth time. Now it's August 9th, 10th, and 12th, depending on where you live. Um, August 9th in North America, 10th in Europe, and UK gets it the 12th. Uh, well, I know you're really into this, waiting for this game to come out, so... It's only a little bit less than two months, so not too bad. But. So, I mean, a delay of two months is no is not a big deal to me, honestly. Like, games like that get delayed all the time. I mean, a small delay is fine. If it was delayed like a year, that'd be a problem. That'd be a that'd be a huge warning sign. Honestly, uh, but did you see what happened to the uh, the the reporter who like? broke the story. Yeah, people started hating on him, right? No, they started sending him death threats. And it's like... (laughs) What? What? Oh my god. And it's like, uh, first off, I mean, today today proved he was right. And second of all, like, why? Like, it's not like he's the one causing the, the, the delay. And third, it's like, it's a video game that you, that you likely have not played and know nothing about like nothing really about so get a life <laughs> yeah it's Kotaku's fault that they're delaying the game yep they yeah, reported just, it so let, let's blame Kotaku that the game is being delayed like just come on people just come on like do you guys not have lives at all? You're waiting for the... I know it's, what, you're less than a month away, you're excited and everything, but what does he have anything to do with the fact that Sean Murray decided, hey, hold on, let's make sure we do this right, let's get another month and a half delay or whatever. It's just... Oh, wow. It's the same thing with these these people that, um, you know, uh, we had a... Was it a black guy won the Hearthstone tournament? Yeah. And on Twitch, people decided that they wanted to start being racist. So now Blizzard is going to make a anti-racism program with Twitch? Like, it's just... Wait. God, why does it matter what, what somebody looks like who won? Like, shouldn't you be... Shouldn't it be cool that he... He beat all these other people and won? Like, just... God. People on the internet just... You don't have a life, and you don't... And you don't get it as far as... You ruin it for other people. To want to be gamers, to want to... Put yourself out there on Twitch. All that kind of stuff. Just... Terrible. And, like, the worst one that I don't get is... The guy that gets mad testing Uncharted 4 because there's women in the game. Like, yeah. what? 
Since when has it been a problem that there's women in the game? Oh, he's mad because, you know, Drake might have somebody continue it that, you know, there could be a possibility that they could decide to continue the franchise, but it's not with Nathan Drake. I mean, wait a minute. We all knew this would happen. They're not going to kill Uncharted. No, he's yeah. mad because the reason that all men's right activists are mad because they can't get laid. And they blame women for their own problems. Stupid. Just. Uh, the internet never ceases to amaze. Never ceases to amaze in how sometimes it makes me so sad to be on this earth at times. <laughs> Just. Why are there people like this? Like, last night, while I'm doing. Uh, the wrestling podcast, there was somebody that um, does uh, an, an anime podcast for IGN. She also does a lot of their unboxing videos. And she got tweeted on Twitter that she's ugly and she shouldn't do any more unboxing videos. And I'm just like, and then, you know, it, it bothered her, like, you know, she posted it in the in their group there, and there's a ton of people that you know had to tell her it's don't worry about that. But it's just like, what? Do you have nothing better to do but go bother people and tell them that? Like, are you that insecure about yourself? Like, just uh, again, the, the internet just. Ugh. Anyway, um. Outside of these two things, if I, that was the the biggest uh, new stuff in this in, in this entire uh, week as far as uh, games go. There was a Nintendo handheld rumor that was shot down by Doctor Shirk and Toto, who uh, usually is pretty good about either starting rumors or. Or shooting them down. In this case, he shoots it down, um, saying that Morgan Stanley Japan was just sort of uh, wishful thinking, I guess, about Nintendo doing a next handheld. And we, we still don't know what they're doing, whatever it is with the NX. Um, and quite frankly, till we hear about stuff, unless we hear something really concrete, I'm almost tired of speculating about it. Yep. <laughs> At this point, we've talked about it for like almost a month's worth of podcasts. Um, I did find it interesting that like there seemed to be this, of course, everything on the internet again backlash is seems the normal route. I think this is a good idea. From uh, you know, we uh, lots of uh, stuff out there about you know Final Fantasy 15 taking stuff from Western games, and obviously it's. Very prominent if you've played the demo or you've seen anything as far as trailers or whatever. And yes, they're sort of denying it, that it doesn't have to do with looking at Western culture or anything like that. Or just looking at um, the growth in video games in general. But like, um, uh, the the people making Star Ocean 5, which I'm not trying to sit there and even start to think about the uh, subtitle for that game. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's it's perfectly in line with other other square bullshit. <laughs> no, but at least like the Last Hope International, 
or whatever for the PS3 version. The Last Hope is not the timelessness and faithfulness or whatever the hell that Star Ocean 5 is called. Like, in- in- integrity and faithlessness. Oh, Jesus. Okay. But look at look at some of their other games, like Dissidia Duodecum, you know, uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children, you know. Yeah. Come on, come on people. It's dumb. <laughs> it's but look wreck. at Kingdom Hearts 358 over... Divided yeah, by the th- oh, that's the worst. 358 over two days. <laughs> just, uh, you know, at least the other ones are easier to save, but, you know, it's just... Like, to, to be fair to this game, at least this is in English, not not in their fake Latin. Right, exactly. Uh, the big backlash seemed to be that not everybody's a fan of the fact that, even though this is only an option... Because they made random encounters not random and they made it to where you can actually see the enemies, you can avoid battles and actually finish the story in about 30 hours instead of taking the 100 hours or whatever it usually takes to finish a Star Ocean game. People are upset about that, obviously. but I honestly like it when you can see an enemy in a game, like an RPG, because sometimes you just don't want to have to do endless grinding. Yeah, I'm sure, like, uh, you know, Final Fantasy X right now, when, whenever you play that. Yeah. Where you have to hear the that glass shatter and you go into the other screen. And it, uh, actually, it would help when I do need to grind, so I could actually, like, look at look for enemies, like, to, like, go fight. Like, it's just such a hassle in that game. Right, yeah, because if you fight certain enemies, you don't have to go around just fighting everything. You can just fight certain ones. And you know which ones you're going to get the big XP from. Uh, You know, I I think it's a good idea. I think always trying to make a game where you have the ability to decide whether you want to take 30 hours with it or you want to take 100 hours with it uh, is never a bad thing. Because as I can attest to, as Mark can attest to, as any adult can attest to with a job whether you have a job or whether you have other things that take up your time you know kids or or whatever or you have both you don't have as much time as you think you do um or you used to do when you were in college when you were a kid to play games and if you want to play these rpgs that are normally long any way you can find to make it shorter for yourself and still enjoy it is always better than Oh man, I can only play these Telltale games because they're short, or whatever. Yeah. I, or I can only play these FPS games because they have a short story, or whatever. It's like you want to be able to play any game that's out there, and you know, it's whatever. So I don't, I don't think this is a bad thing at all. Um, apparently, uh, you know, with the uh, Disney not making their own games anymore. Ron Gilbert says that he wants Maniac Mansion and Monkey Island back. And that he will play real money for it. Um, you know, we've seen Tim Schafer now on his second of third uh, of his old PC games getting remade and put onto uh, the PS4 and all that stuff. It, do you see where... Even though, didn't they remake it already for the 360? That's that's what the 360 got um, of Monkey Island. There have been a, a lot of Monkey Islands. Uh, Telltale, Telltale did a few of them. Uh, I think some other company might have done like the remake. I'm not quite sure. 
Um, yeah, it's a confusing mess. Yeah, and I mean, I would like to see a Maniac Mansion uh, remake so that you can play it easier. Uh, I mean, not, not, ten... ha- not, not having to use DOSBox to make the fucker work. Yeah, exactly. Not having to use DOSBox to get it to work. That would be wonderful. Um, I would so be for that. So, Disney, if you're not going to use it, why not? Uh, it's because it's Disney, and they never sell off IP ever. <laughs> Especially to not some uh, punk game designer that they don't give a shit about. <laughs> I agree with you. Probably won't. About 95% chance it's not happening. But you would imagine that if somebody out... You, what's going to have to happen is you guys are going to have to... Uh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to have a public outcry for Maniac Mansion. So you really want it, and maybe it gets into Dizzy's head, and they set out somebody there to do a remaster or whatever. But I don't see them selling it to Ron Gilbert either. Like you said, would you want to see a, a Maniac Mansion? I never played it. I've never touched it. Like when I was a kid, I never played LucasArts games. I always played Sierra ones, like ah, okay. Uh, Space Quest and King's Quest, so. Well, I can you tell you the last Ron Gilbert game I played was that cave. I didn't particularly like that yeah, one. Yeah, that game wasn't that good. Uh, after all the big deal they made about it, it, it was just kind of there. Uh, nothing special at all. Uh, I remember they made the announcement of it being on Xbox One compatibility. I was like, oh yeah. I probably won't play it, but it's there on my Xbox One now. So, I'm waiting for them to put Lost Odyssey on that so I can play it. I, that would be nice, but I would really want just a PC version of that game. <laughs> they did say that they support multiple discs, so uh, uh, that's possible. Also, let me check real quick. Because this is the thing with the Xbox compatibility, like, you download the game... Well, no, you put the game, you put the disc in there, and it installs oh. it off the disc. Okay, but having yeah. to do that with four four discs. <laughs> yeah, you would, I'd imagine. But uh, well, it would be like you know when you get to that disc, you would have to put it in, I guess. And um, but but it it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Lost Odyssey should be played everywhere. Yeah, I'm also sort of wanting to play Blue Dragon again, but I don't know, because it takes a while just to get to the point where you, you get the dragons and it becomes sort of interesting. But, just play Eternal Sonata, it's better. <laughs> I agree with uh, Eternal Sonata on that one. Uh, I, I have two copies of that game. <laughs> I think I actually have two copies too, I have a PS3 version. Yeah, so do I, because the, the 360 one came out first, but then they added more stuff to the PS3 one, so... right. Uh, E3 is having their first ever live event this time. Uh, gonna be like an outside thing? Or in the LA live complex? So I guess that fans who can't go to the LA Convention Center, you can play some of the games that the media are getting to play. And it'll have live entertainment and all this stuff. I mean, good thing, right? To be able to have people go there. 
Yeah, I'm sure in that sweltering 100-degree heat. <laughs> yes, or just having to deal with the traffic, all that. I mean, I don't think this is something you really need to go out of your way. Like, If you don't live in that area, don't, like, go out of your way to, like, make sure you go to this. I don't – it's not going to be like the other events, I think, that you need to make sure you get to or whatever, yeah. but – I guess have fun with it if you do uh, go Titanfall. There's a leak that it could release in October, and they've included the grappling hook now. So does that make it better in your view? No, because they still haven't talked about a story. <laughs> That's all I care about right now is give me that story, EA. Like Unless the grappling hook is a literal item, a, a weapon, or, you know, a, a hook that can fire into anything and attach to anything, that's cool. But I had a feeling it's going to be, like, very specific pre-programmed points on a building or in the environment that you can, like, glide to or, you know, shoot to, and that's it. And that's bad. <laughs> well, hopefully it's more than what you're saying, but would not be surprised. Yeah, that's a good. That's kind of like Assassin's. Well, Syndicate did it pretty well actually, but a lot of games have like grappling hooks in it, and it's like I can attach to one point in this thing, and that's it. In this entire level, or yeah, right. Uh, well, you're not gonna go around the whole level with a grappling hook. You'll just have these certain parts where it works. It'll, it'll be like a jump pad from Quake. Speaking of Quake. Uh, with Doom doing so well, um, or at least critically, do you think that they'll remake Quake, or they'll bring back Quake at all? I mean, that's what people want. The other big ones that people seem to be ranting about are Hexen and uh, Heretic. So, uh, did, did people really play Hexen that much? I swear... No. It was like this 64 game people played as a joke. Yeah. I, I say uh, to all that noise, fuck that, and I want a Commander Keen reboot. Time to bring back Commander Keen. That, you okay, what is, I, that I have no idea about, so. Uh, Commander Keen is, is a platformer on DOS. Okay, well. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, it's, I mean, it's. I mean, it's 26 years old now, so looking back on it, you know. But it's kind of cool because you have, like, an outside overworld that's top-down, and you have to find spaceship parts, and then you go into these levels, and that those are 2D. Okay. But thinking on the PC at the time, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is. I mean, yeah, imagine what they could do if they remastered it with, Today's stuff that'd be pretty amazing. Uh, I would. I mean, I was never a big Quake person, so I mean, I think it would be cool to get to have that. Uh, I'm I'm only a fan if they bring back the Dragon Ball Z uh, conversion mod that some guy did for Quake Three Arena. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Who knows? You know, they're trying to put mods into the console, so maybe. Probably except, a long shot, but except in Doom, <laughs> except in Doom. 
I mean, Bethesda has to have some big thing to announce that we haven't heard about at all, but normally they don't announce things unless uh, they really know when it's going to come out or whatever, but there could be that surprise, I guess. Instead of Snap Map, it'll be Snap Mod. <laughs> exactly. Just snap the mod there and we'll, we'll get it going. So you were telling me that there's something bogus already going on with this Batman Return to Arkham that's officially been announced, $50? Yeah, yeah. Some, some guy posted a, a video uh, that showed the PC version compared to the new one, and the PC version looking dramatically better. Wow. Uh, like, one of the shots was like, you, you played Arkham City, right? Mm-hmm, no. There's a shot, like, I think, I want to say it's when he, when he, like, Bruce Wayne is captured by Hugo Strange, like, right at the be- very beginning. The camera pans into Hugo's face, and you see Bruce's reflection in, the, in Hugo's glasses. Right. And the PC version had that, and I think the 360 version had it also. And this HD version thing does not. Wow. Uh, the colors are screwed up. Uh, Batman's costume uh, and one shot looked like yellow for some reason. Well, uh, this isn't finished. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to release in what two months? It if it's not finished, it shouldn't have released that trailer. Then, I mean, they, they should have said like, "Yo, it's coming out uh, in two months." They don't need to release like a trailer that people like meticulously picked over and noticed all the glaring problems of it. Right. Well, other people, well, just normal people see those problems, though. That's the thing. I think that, I mean, that series is big enough that people probably will. Uh, I mean, this is, uh... Also, like, how how much of an upgrade can they really do? Like, that's that's kind of the other problem. Well, supposedly they're doing Unreal 4, which they were never Unreal 4 for anything uh, in those games, which, I mean, again, you know... We've seen what the we've seen this before. We've seen it with Final Fantasy X. We've seen it with other games where you go from PS3 to PS4. It's not this huge change. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're redoing a PS3 game uh, or or 360 game or whatever. It's not this huge deal. So I mean, and these games have been offered free for like everywhere at this point. I mean, like. I I would never hear most people have played the crap out of this stuff. These games already, there must be some. They they must have some kind of focus group that told them this is going to sell well. I just can't imagine this is going to do gangbusters or whatever for them. But well, there's a business reason, and that business reason is I believe the Killing Joke animated movie is due out around that time. Yeah. So it's like, hey, get buy this combo pack for $60 and you get the game and the movie for, you know, in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, you know, Mark Hamill's doing the voice of Joker in that yeah. movie and, and in the games or whatever. I'm actually going to look forward... I don't look forward to this often, but I'll look forward to the Digital Foundry, like, performance testing they do. Because I don't... I mean, if you compare Arkham Asylum on, like, the bleeding edge computer compared to the PS4 version... Obviously, the PC version is going to blow it away, and that's no contest. Mm. But I, I'd be curious if they ran Arkham Asylum on either 
a machine at the time when it originally came out that was bleeding edge, which is six years ago, five. Yeah. Or a moderate PC of today, like not one that has a 1080 in it, but one that has like a 660 in it or something, right. and compared it to this version, like the PS4 version, to see which one looks and runs better. Like that, that would be interesting to me personally. Yeah, just because you're making this big deal about it's supposed to look so much better on the Xbox One and PS4, and then it doesn't. Yeah. Know, so, uh, always interesting to see how they they do these things. But again, you know, if you're only doing consoles, do you really care? You want those games there. But uh, did you see the? Uh... Dead Island definitive thing. Why? No, no. It gets better. So they're releasing Dead Island Definitive Edition next week, and it includes Dead Island 1 and Riptide, and apparently some other Dead Island thing on it. Um, Was it that terrible Dead Island thing that nobody wanted? No, no. That, you're thinking of Escape Dead Island. It's, no, no. It's something like... The premise... I, didn't, I don't even know if it's an actual game or not, but the premise is like... Zombies stole your cat. Go get it back. It's what? Like, All wow. right. But no, the the thing I was going to mention though is Dead Island Definitive is it has two, essentially two games on it. The Xbox One version has both games on the disc. The PS4 version only has the original Dead Island on it, and a code to download uh, Dead Island Riptide. And they're bullshit reason was basically like we'd have to program in a menu uh, that takes you back to like a launcher to where you could select both games. That's and it's how like, most of these remaster things work. Yeah, it's like what other what other collection of games on the PS4 does not have that type of menu built into it already? Yeah, both the Kingdom Hearts ones have that. It has a main menu where you pick which game and then it starts the game. Final Fantasy uh, X or Ten, God of War, Uncharted, like every one of these games has that. And even if they didn't, there's a fat button on the PS4 controller that can take you to like an over menu of the system, to where you can close the game out and relaunch it to play something else. Like, yeah, it's wow. The excuses abound for not wanting to do some. Yeah, work. Also, it's a Dead Island game, so you can probably skip it. <laughs> I would totally just tell you not worry about it. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. I wasn't a big fan of the Dead Island thing at all. I liked the first one for a few hours, and then it became an actual game, and I said, no, thank you. <sighs> nope. Uh, so, uh, speaking of story that you know you said you wanted to hear about with Titanfall, well... Uh, they have admitted, uh, or they're telling this story, of the fact that Star Wars Battlefront came out with no single player, no story, because they wanted to make sure it came out with the movie. Makes sense. It's not something that we have not seen a million times before. Uh, you have to imagine how much more the game could have sold, how many more people they could have maybe grabbed if they did have the story. Like us, but... You know. I mean, yes, but look at Battlefield Hardline. That has a story. 
That's terrible. And no one cares about that game. Uh, like at all? Yeah. I mean, that's cheaper. Right? You can, but you can buy Hardline right now cheaper than Battlefield Four. Yeah, uh, Battlefield Hardline was not good. Uh, I mean, they added a lot of content in the Battlefront, so I think you still got your money's worth if you really wanted that game. Uh, I, you know, maybe they'll add a story now for this next one. The entire, the entire story will be take, will be Star Wars from Jabba's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody's been waiting to play. Apparently it's sort of already been a rumor that to be set with the other, you know, the next movie, episode eight or whatever, so don't know if it's going to have something to do with that or not. I, I mean, you and I are joking, or kind of talking about Battlefield, or it's Battlefield, right? Yes, Battlefield. Okay, I get that and Battlefront confused. Battlefield not having a story, but look at the levels in that game. It's Hoth, it's Tatooine, I think it's the I think it's the Jungle Planet, and then Jakku. Right, so, yeah. Jakku's the only thing from the new... What story would they tell from the, from that setting? I don't know. Star Wars? Like, that's all they have. They can't come up with anything new on their own. Yeah, they tell the same story from one of the other... or that Some hole-in-the-wall side story that's loosely related to something from one of the movies. It'll... Like, it'll... Oh, what's his name? It'll be all from Wedge Antilles' yeah. perspective. Which, right. if that was the case, I actually, I'd be interested in it. Uh, oh. But because Disney flushed all the back, all the expanded universe stuff from that game, they can't do anything. Like, EA is probably kind of hamstrung, because they, it's not like they can create anyone new for that thing. Right. Uh I, I want them to have a story. I want to be into that. Uh, Battlefront's not a bad game at all, obviously. Um, you know, it it did get mixed reviews. Just the thing is, if you're not a big multiplayer person, it gets old after a while. You know? So, it is what it is. I think, you know, these games should have stories. Even if it's like the Call of Duty one where it's just there to be one. Still, still good to have those. I think. Uh, Skylanders now has a card game. I call Battlecast, which I saw them unboxing cards. They look kind of cool. Um, you can play it digitally, or you can get the cards. And if you have the characters, I think you can get the cards to work. Is that? How that works? I think if you get, I think if you get the characters, uh, the supercharger characters, it comes with a card. Right. Uh, good on them for trying to come up with something different. It looks like a easier version of Hearthstone, which in itself is an easier version of Magic: The Gathering. Well, what's uh, funny is that uh, 
let's say Hearthstone and Battlecast, they're competing against each other, and they're owned by the same company. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like, I, that, that must be weird at the at the at the uh, water water cooler. It's like, yeah, because I'm sure Activision talked to some Blizzard people <laughs> and said, "Hey, we want to build this card game for Skylanders. What do you think?" Like, just okay, we'll help you. I, I don't know. I, I think they they go to totally different audiences. Oh yeah, it's going, you know. yeah yeah. I mean, Hearthstone is like. For nerds, and this thing is going to be for kids. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure that there'll be some... I mean, they had the Pokemon trading card game, so, you know... I'm sure there'll be some nuances in here, or whatever. It's just, it's good good for them to try to branch it out in a different way and keep that thing going. Uh, they haven't talked about the new Skylanders this year. So yeah, they're... which I would not be surprised if they take a little bit of time off or something, or they're just waiting for E3. Who knows? They're gonna hire John Vignaki to run that division. So, <laughs> uh, man, I want him to have a job. Yeah, know, so do so, I. You know, I'm not gonna complain about that. Uh, yeah. So getting on into Tom Hiddleston uh, could be the next James Bond. You like that? I mean, I do like him in those, but obviously those were set that way, but like him in that commercial for was a Jaguar or whatever. Yeah. He talks about being a villain or whatever. Um, I've seen him in other movies that he's not Loki. Uh, those don't he, exist. Yeah, those don't exist to, to nerds, you know. Um, I think he could do it. It'd be kind of weird to, you know, you're. Try, you're channeling him as one character, but I think he can do it, certainly. I mean, it, what do you think? It, it, it is a boring, safe choice. Don't get me wrong, he's a great actor mm-hmm. uh, as Loki, and he's been in other stuff, which he's quite good also, but it is a banal choice, I think. It's just completely devoid of imagination. I want Erdis Elba so bad to do that. Well, but. this is my... This is my fictional pitch for this movie. Uh, so they make a new Bond movie. They cast Tom uh, Hiddleston in it. And he's Bond for like 40 minutes. Like the traditional, uh, you know, shaken, not stirred martini, betting some woman, stopping some like really small terrorist plot. And at the end of the 40 minutes, he turns and he found out he's been an imposter bond for four, for like for the past forty minutes, and then Idris Elba is the real bond and is going to stop him for the next hour and a half. That would be awesome. And I think I think the problem with it, he's in that dark tower thing, and they may not want to have him be in two big franchises like that. He's but. a cowboy in that movie, for God's sakes! Like, he's not. I agree. Also, I mean, look at Loki, like, or look at uh, Robert Downey Jr., who's Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but at the rate that they make these Sherlock Holmes movies, uh, we didn't even know they were going to make another one after the the last one. So, uh, you know, I think he could do it too, I'm sure. Uh, I, I like the idea of him being Bond, it would be awesome. What's what's Matt Smith up to? He can be Bond. 
Uh, I don't know. You want a different kind of bond, <laughs> I guess. He doesn't have to be the traditional guy every time, but I think people are expecting that, so you have to be. You have to, I guess, honor that in a way. Uh, speaking of the the movie that he will also be in as Loki, uh, Thor three Ragnarok. The cast has now been revealed, and we're gonna have the Grandmaster, played by Jeff Goldblum. Uh, well, that certainly kind of fits. <laughs> um, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, Carl Urban as Scourge, and I think Kate Blanchett is going to work really well as Hela. So, not bad choices there, as far as I'm concerned. Yo, where's Natalie Portman? She's the only one I care about. No, she's not going to be in this movie. <laughs> and no Cat Dennings either, people that like her in these movies, so... She's, she was annoying in the second one, but she was pretty decent in the first one. Yeah, I agree. I actually would have liked, liked her more in like that Jane Foster role. I don't know. I was, T- Danny Portman worked so well that I don't know I could envision somebody else doing that. But uh, get, get Aubrey Plaza to be her instead. Do you like uh, all these additions in here obviously it seems very much like we're doing planet hulk here with hulk being involved sure uh, it'll be fine i mean uh the ca- i kind of wish zach lively was back in that because i thought he was actually pretty good in the second one um yeah. but it just always back in thor so that's good <laughs> yeah always good he's you know doesn't play this huge role but yeah i, I wish yeah. he did more honestly but i mean right. he He's good for showing up for four days and collecting a, like a two million dollar paycheck and saying later. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, Fruit Ninja is going to have a movie. Great. Nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> Angry Birds movie did disgustingly well, so there you go. Even here in the U.S. did well. So it got number one. Oh man. It beat Dude. out. Uh, was it Captain, oh, uh, Captain, Captain America 3? Oh, I was. So why is X-Men not doing so hot? Uh, two words. Olivia Munn. <laughs> it's all Olivia Munn's fault. No, uh, the reviews aren't great. It's, from what I've read, it seems very overstuffed. The villain is lame. Uh, Wait, like how can you make Apocalypse lame? Uh, don't give him anything good to do. Uh, true. Uh, yeah, it just, from what I've read, it just, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to go see it Tuesday, I think, with a friend of mine. It's just too overstuffed with new characters, and they don't, like, there's no, from what i read, like, the, the trio of those new movies has been Mystique, Magneto, and Professor Xavier, and the characters barely interact at all in this new film. That's not good. They should know better. Speaking of knowing better, that wild movie, that the reviews have not been... Oh, uh, yeah. That makes me sad. That, me that, sad. It's a shame, because I like Duncan Jones as a filmmaker. Like, Moon is a great movie. Uh, the Source Code is a less-than-great movie. Like, it's still fine enough, mm-hmm. but... 
But this wild movie seems like a disaster. <sighs> but also, what did you expect? Yeah. What did we expect? Like, in, in six movie, six months, whenever the hell that Assassin's Creed movie comes out, like, what... Take a bet. Do you think that Rotten Tomatoes score is going to be under 50% or over? <laughs> under? Yeah. Probably. Gosh, I wanted that to be good. But, alas, I'll probably still see it. I'll probably go see it, too. And I'll hate myself for doing it. <laughs> well, at least you can say you supported it, I guess. Uh, very much like, you know, people are hoping that... Uh, with this shakeup that Warner Brothers is doing uh, by putting Jeff Johns uh, set to co-run the film division uh, with uh, VP John Berg, that now the money they didn't make on Batman vs. Superman will be made by the rest of their movies uh, going forward, including Suicide Squad, which he is doing... Uh, he is in charge of post-production for... He's trying to clean up the third act, depending on uh, which source you read. So, that doesn't sound good either. Uh, I don't know. Is this going to work? I mean, they're mad because Batman or Superman did not make a billion dollars. So They have unrealistic expectations for their movies. The reason Marvel has done well is because... They built their movies small. They seeded very, like very tiny things into movie those movies, uh, and then brought to like, Captain America. Uh, Avengers didn't happen till about the fourth movie because it was Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and then the Avengers. Correct. Right. So that was four movies in their big tie-in film. And they introduced characters like Black Widow, uh, the Hulk to a lesser extent. He's in that Marvel, one Marvel movie, but they don't count that really. Uh, like Phil Coulson, stuff like that. And they had interconnected tissue, but they didn't like go whole cloth and they go, "Yo, here's a flash for ten seconds," which just essentially like teases the audience. Yeah. So, like. DC, DC is frantically trying to chase Avengers money without actually putting in the work to do it. And it they will continue to fail because they they also look at the blueprint of Dark Knight and go, well, all of our movies should be like that. And it's like, no, Batman should be like that, and that's it. <laughs> yes, it doesn't make any sense. Like you all, they all need to have their own flavor. You know, that's what makes those Marvel. Yeah, some of the a bunch of those Marvel movies are all kind of similar. Cutter. Yeah, you know? but they have they have enough personality between them. They have uh, strong all... characters. Yeah. Also, good actors. Yes, that helps. That helps a lot, uh, and good writing, and uh, you know just. You, they make you care about those characters. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't know much about Iron Man until I watched all those movies. Then I really wanted to learn more about Iron Man. I mean, Captain America, I knew all of his stuff. So, you know, 
I didn't have to learn much about it, but, you know, same thing with, like, Thor. I, I knew some things, but not everything. It was just so... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Went to go see that movie, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love all these guys right now. It's, you know, it's just... You don't get that with... The other, the, the, yeah. Well, the other thing is, is Warner Brothers, or not Warner Brothers, Marvel hires filmmakers who care about the properties. Right, yeah. Like... Zack Snyder doesn't give a shit about Superman or Batman or anything, really. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to... Uh, he wants slow motion and that's it. <laughs> I mean, he can work with the Watchmen. Maybe not so much with... I mean, it worked with uh, 300 or whatever, but... he's Most of his movies have not been, you know, these hits or whatever, so... Yo, what about Sucker Punch? Oh, boy. Let's... The more we can just forget about Sucker Punch would be great. Just speaking of what? Speaking of Watchmen, did you hear what DC did? What DC do now? So DC Comics are doing their big comics uh, DC like relaunch event called Rebirth, mm-hmm. and I think from what I've gathered, it is precipitated by Doctor Manhattan visiting or creating the DC universe. Like. Batman literally picks up the uh, the joke, not Joker, uh, comedian button pin with blood smeared on it. Okay. And it's like, wow, you guys have really lost it, haven't you? Uh, I think that's been the case for a while now. Well, you're not a really big comics guy, are you? No. The other, the other, th- the other thing that happened this week in comics related was. Captain America was revealed as like a like agent of Hydra. Yes, God, I could not get that would not go off my Twitter feed. And it's like, first of all, you 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 all you're all aware that Cap- Captain America died like five years ago and came back in six months, right? Like this is a, st- a story arc for six months up to a year, maybe two. I'd say six months, maybe a year though. And then it'll be review. It'll be revealed that it was a big ruse to stop Hydra once once and for all, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Like it, it was like when uh, Doctor Octopus took over Spider Man's body for like a year or two. Right. It's like yo, Peter Parker came back. Captain America is going to be like the good guy again eventually. So exactly. you can stop. Stop freaking out about it. I know you don't. Want it to be that way right now, but it'll be all right. Uh, I mean, aside from that, I think uh, we have last thing I guess we talk about here is Lionsgate going all in on these Power Ranger movies. They're really hoping this one does well because they want to make up to seven Power Ranger movies. Uh, like, like I joked with you, it'll be one movie per Ranger. And the last one will be about Rita Repulsa. <laughs> well, you really want, you know, Elizabeth Banks to have her own newbie. I'm not going to blame you there, but... Uh, you know, I'm exci- I'm sort of interested in these. I mean, it's always been a Power Rangers... I mean, obviously the original version is not a... After, like, that first one where they... After they went to, like, the White Ranger, after that, I stopped watching, but... You know, this thing has been going on forever, and 
you know, it has cachet with people, so hopefully it, it works and they can make uh, more of these movies. I mean, I keep my, I actually follow this a little more closely than I should. Like, I watch some Gokai Ranger and, oh, what is it? Kamen Rider. Oh, the Kamen Rider, yeah. Crossover clusterfuck on YouTube that it was in Japanese, but I can only find a version with Spanish subtitles, which made it way more confusing. <laughs> but I bet that's confusing. I, I would have just happened to have it with Japanese subtitles, honestly. Um, like, I, I guess I'll see the first one. It'll really depend on how it's reviewed. But I don't... I see them making three of these films, and that's about it. Why do you think they stop at three? Because everything stops at three here. Well, I see the first one, like, them introducing the Rangers and Rita. I see the second one introducing Tommy, uh, having him be bad. maybe, or something. No, no. Having him be bad for, like, the entire movie. And then I see, like, right at the end, they break the spell over him, and that's it. And then the third movie, it's his, it's like, it'll be a lot more focused on him and, like, his road to redemption and joining the Rangers to, like, vanquish Rita for once and for all. Because the thing is, I mean, they could do more, obviously, after that with Zed and stuff, but let's say these movies take about two years to make, give or take. Elizabeth Banks is 42. Like, I don't see her doing these movies until she's 50. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe if they pay her enough, I guess, but she wouldn't have to wear the makeup to look like Rita at that point, I guess. Uh... Well, if you look at the cast of these movies, she is the only name in these movies. Would make sense. So I, I could see her doing like a three, like unless, unless she is like amazing in it, which she might be. I don't know, but I like they they are they're probably paying her millions of dollars. They are paying the rest of these people thousands of dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah, because a bunch of unknowns. Uh, and they probably have those other car- other actors locked down to the seven seven film deal, but she's probably like three films, and that's it. <laughs> I would imagine it's they went conservative because there's no guarantee this is going to really do that well. Yeah, it's that's still awesome. a niche of a you know product. I mean, it's not this huge thing. Uh, I think it, they make it seem bigger than it really is. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, not a whole lot of big uh, game releases. Total War, Warhammer uh, came out. Uh, TMNT, The Mutants in Manhattan. Hoping that that is good. Uh, I, I got bad news for you. It's not? <laughs> no. Uh, it's more Legends of Korra than Transformers, unfortunately. Sucks. Uh, I, I, I saw a video of it. Every every boss has seven seven health bars. Wow, really? What a cop out! And apparently, at the end at the end of the game or like the last stage, you fight. It's like a boss rush where you fight have to fight every boss in succession. Those are always the best way to handle those kind of games. Uh, Overwatch is apparently amazing. Um, so I'm sure people that are loving it are playing it. So. I, that, that, that's neither one of us. So. Neither one of us. 
I was still waiting to see if uh, they had not stuck me with an annual fee on this credit card that I had asked for from the word go, I might have actually uh, thought about it. But nope, now I'm $25 in the hole that I got to pay off first. So, yeah, that's going to do it for uh, this edition of the podcast. Um, We will be back at some point next week. Who knows uh, what's going to break then as we get even closer. We'll be in June by the time we get to that. So we'll be, what, a few weeks away from E3, getting to start talking about previewing it and what's going to be there, what's not going to be there, all that kind of stuff. Um, So, all right. Well, until then, enjoy your games, and we will see you later, everybody. Later.